Hey, Quinn. Yeah? What's the best part of Christmas? Like, just one thing or as well? Yeah, what's the very best thing about Christmas? Um, presents. Nope. Try again. Um, hot cocoa? Nope. Snow? Not even close. Sledding? No. Ice skating? No. Skiing? No. These aren't so much Christmas related as winter sports. I asked specifically, what's the best part about Christmas? Watching Christmas movies? No. I don't know. Obviously, it's all the days leading up to Christmas when your parents just give you random gifts for no reason. <laughs> That's the best part of Christmas. Jeez, why did it take you so long to figure that out? Well, that's what we're doing here at Matt and Quinn Watch-A-Thing. We're going to give you little presents leading up to Christmas. Why wait for Christmas for a big stack of presents where you can open a present? Uh, not every night. Don't, like don't hold Like an Advent calendar. <laughs> yeah. Well, think of this as an Advent calendar that's only like three, two to three panels big. Of because huge, <laughs> like two to three panels big, but really huge things that you get for each day. Yeah, it, that's a great point, because imagine you just had an advent calendar that had two days. Yeah. Those pieces of chocolate... Are going to be huge. They're going to be super huge. But they're going to be gross. They're gonna, Not necessarily. When you get it from the place that mom got my advent calendar. Wow. You better be glad mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, and just while we're talking about it, know that the chocolate in that advent calendar you have is very, very bad. See, I told you it's that smoky. Said, it's I don't think it tastes it's smoky. Smoky. I don't think it tastes smoky at all. I don't actually. I don't. I think a smoked, like a dark smoked chocolate, might taste good. These are just really. They taste really cheap. Yeah. It's like someone swept up at the M and M's factory and used the sweepings to make <laughs> make that's Advent chocolates. Gross. Yeah, and that's what they taste like. So anyway, our first gift to you, um, and these are going to be little bite-sized gifts. This, of course, is a mini. I know our last mini was nearly a half an hour long. Really a mini. So, but this is going to be a little gift for you. We're going to hand it to you. You're allowed to open it right now. And it is the holiday special Christmas Lost and Found starring our good friends from Thanksgiving. Davy and Goliath. Davy and Goliath. Everyone's favorite. Now, just so you're clear... Uh, we are not talking about the special that came out in the 2000s, uh, Davy and Goliath's Snowboard Adventure. That is a different special altogether. We did not watch it uh, as a group. We did not watch it. I watched some of it individually. And at the end of this episode, uh, I'm going to play for you a song from that special. She loves it. It is an amazing song. As far as I can tell... It is a special song from the band U2, because it's it's very obviously U2 uh, secretly recorded a song for Davy and Goliath's snowboard adventure, and I'll play that at the end, so stick around at the end of this episode to hear that very special song that I'm certain nobody has heard, because who could make it even through <laughs> 10 minutes of the Davy and Goliath snowboard movie? That said... It's, it's not a movie, it's 49 minutes. Is it 49 minutes? Yeah. Oh my god. Are you serious? Yes. Who that's could... what it said. Well, I don't care. I, I didn't see what it said. That's why I'm amazed that they made a 49-minute Davy and Goliath. I can barely sit through a 29-minute Davy and Goliath, which is just what we did. It was called Christmas Lost and Found. And I guess we'll just talk about the plot real quick, and then we'll let you know if it's uh, something you should add to your Christmas viewing list. Um, I'll start. The, uh, the um, special opens um, with a, just a haunting rendition of Jingle Bells. 
Uh, to God. which when I pointed it out, when I pointed that out that it was Jingle Bells, uh, Quinn, uh, Quinn's what? reaction was... She didn't know it was Jingle Bells. It's a very shrill... It's like, that's not Jingle Bells. Uh, but let's not get bogged down in the minutia of bad music. Okay. Um, basically, in Christmas Lost and Found, we, uh, we are presented with a Davy uh, who is empty inside. Um, he hates Christmas uh, for some reason. He's, he's, he's having a real Faith Hill situation. Like, Christmas... Uh, where are you, Christmas. I can't see you. I don't feel you. You can't feel Christmas. You and, can't feel Christmas in general. Oh, Quinn, you sound like Davy over there. Hopefully through the course of this mini, we can turn that around and maybe maybe you'll start to feel Christmas. When did, when did you start to feel hollow and empty, Quinn? When did, when did Christmas stop meaning anything to you? I like Christmas. It's fun. What's the best part about Christmas? I already told you, like... The top ten favorite parts of Christmas. Well, just say one of them. Present. No, you didn't listen to me. I'm sorry. So anyway, when we uh, come in, Davy is having a crisis of faith. His sister, Sally, uh, asks him to please take your mope fest elsewhere because she has to set up uh, the creche. Now, Quinn, I grew up in a church, uh, a family that went to church uh, every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, and every Wednesday. Uh, we celebrated all the religious holidays, and uh, I'm 41 years old, and this is the first time I'd ever heard the word crash in my entire life. Wow. Uh, did not know what it was. So at first I thought, when she said, I got to set up the crash, I thought maybe she just had kind of an interesting way of um, pronouncing the word crush. Mm. Uh, you know, because how I whimsically like to refer to the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy as Poppin' Fresh. I thought she had a fun way of saying crush, so... I was like, oh, she's got to set out the crash. I had to set out. And then I didn't see any orange soda, so I was really confused. But then I remembered crash is also, or crash is also what the British call a daycare center. And I was like, oh, so Sally's setting up a daycare center. <laughs> and then I thought, there's no way that their home is zoned for a daycare center. And I don't think Sally has her license either. Um, so I had to look up what a, what a, what a crash was. Uh, and I wasn't the only one. Goliath also did not know what a crush was. And I learned, for the first time ever, a crush is basically a nativity scene. Yeah. We have a nativity scene. We do have a nativity scene. Davy decides that he needs to do Christmassy things in the hopes of, um, in the hopes of getting that Christmas feeling. So what are the things that he does, Quinn? He, um, they purchase a tree, they decorate a tree. Um, he, uh, I don't remember. He put some decorations up on the house. Yeah. He makes Goliath a camel. <laughs> that always puts me in a Christmas feeling when I make when I turn one animal into another animal. You know, you you bring up two really interesting things. Uh, he purchases a tree and decorates a tree, uh, and also uh, you also confirmed uh, that he does in in fact install a. Santa Claus and eight reindeer on the roof of his house. Where are Davy's parents? It's like, don't you need parental supervision so you don't fall off the roof? Exactly. What in the world would the neighbors think if they if they looked at if they woke up tomorrow morning and saw that I was sending you up onto the roof to hang lights? Can you imagine that? It's ridiculous. That's why I feel like it's time to point out that are you alright? 
Do you need a drink of hot chocolate? Here, have it. I did prepare this hot chocolate as I think hot chocolate is the best part of Christmas. I don't know why you didn't guess that. Um, if you'll take a, just a big swig of that hot chocolate and get your... Don't worry, folks. There, I can see the Christmas coming back in your cheeks. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, was it's frozen hot chocolate. There were two pieces of ice in my Marshmallows. Water. Those were marshmallows. Uh, so, um... <laughs> I instantly, it, it's probably from the moment that he installs the very um, elaborate Santa display on the roof by himself, with only the help of a dog. Um, it doesn't that, even make sense. He didn't, he didn't even have a ladder. No, there, no, there was nary a ladder in sight. Uh, that's when I determined that maybe this is a um, children of the corn situation. Do you know children of the corn? It's a Stephen King book. Uh, Stephen King, you'll remember, was the author the of walk. The Longest Walk. No, it's The Long <laughs> Walk, Dad. We had a long conversation about this last time. I don't recall. Uh, but uh, in, in the world of the, the, the uh, children of the corn, uh, in a little town, uh, the children have heard something in the corn that's told them, go ahead and kill all the adults in town. Uh, and so, is that the setting it takes place? Yeah, actually, the story starts. That has already occurred. Two people wander into town. This will be on a future Matt and Quinn watch it. <laughs> it's definitely a. It's definitely this a movie a that's. Com- Maybe we shouldn't be talking about. This. Let's move on. This is Christmas. Uh, so anyway, nothing's working for Davy. Uh, he hates Christmas more than ever. Until finally, he goes. You know what? Let's put on a play, like any good. Um, in any good uh, children's Christmas special, put on a play. The play's the thing, said William Shakespeare. So he gets his uh, he gets his club together, a uh, club of all males, I must point out. Except and, for his sister. Except for his sister, although I don't believe his sister was allowed in the clubhouse. Now let's talk about what he calls his club members. What are they called? Um, It's Jickets. I th- we, when we first went in, we thought it was, we thought he was selling tickets. <laughs> Well, and and the reason we thought there was a sign for tickets was because on the front of the clubhouse, it said Blub House, which (laughs) also was weird. So I thought, oh, maybe these are just fun spellings. But when the meeting starts, Davey says, hey there, jickets. And it's very strange. Anyway, they put on a play. Davey really wants to be one of the wise men. Uh... No, he wants to be one of the kings. Well, the three kings are the three wise oh. men. <laughs> I mean, to read a Bible lately, it don't sound like you have. Um, and Goliath has got to be a camel. He is obsessed with being a camel. He, he loves the camel from the beginning of the nativity scene. He does. And I'm glad you said that because there's something we missed. <laughs> I'm not a biblical scholar. Uh, but Sally says that on the night Jesus was born, all of the animals in the... Um, <laughs> In the stable, uh, were given the power of speech, and uh, I did look that up while um, we were watching uh, Christmas Lost and Found. I did find that that is a Norwegian legend, and so Sally is mixing up her yeah. stories a little bit. But anyway, um, Davy and his and his and his uh, male pals decide to put on a Christmas play. Uh, in fact, we are told um, that it, all the children in town are putting on this play. 
and all the children in town, they're all boys, and one girl, Sally. So they're going to put on this play, and then we forgot to mention a uh, another character in the story, and that is Kenny. Oh, Kenny. The boy who's in town to Kenny sell Christmas Albert. trees with his father. Kenny Albert, yes. <laughs> or should I say, yes! Kenny Albert's there to commentate on a football game with his father, Marv Albert. No, that's not accurate. Oh. That's so weird. Why did you randomly <laughs> say Kenny Albert? I I think it's because we're obsessed with making fun of Kenny Albert. I bet you Well, that's an inside joke no one would get. Um, so anyway, Kenny's supposedly in town with his father selling Christmas trees. Although, again, we never see his father. Yeah. Which makes me think that they got to town before that Children of the Corn situation. So Kenny also murdered his father. Who I'm assuming, Wait, who I'm assuming he buried under the trees to really kind of, you know, give a lot of nutrients yeah. to the trees. So they had the biggest, most beautiful Christmas trees ever. Coursing with his parents' blood. Oh my um, god! Yeah. So anyway, uh, everybody feels bad for Kenny because um, his dad is nowhere to be seen, and also um, he has to sleep outside for some reason. Yeah, there's he's no like re- Yeah, there's no reason given why. Like, where's his dad? Did it, uh, let's Davey assume. Let's assume. Him. No, let's. <laughs> Davy killed his dad. Let's assume none of the parents are dead. They're just not important to the story. So where's his dad going at night? Like, well, we sold these trees, son. I'm going to go stay in the hotel. You lay on this stump. I don't know. Anyway, Davey feels bad for him and says, oh, you know what? I think I know what Christmas is. It's giving things to people. I want to take what I really love. And what does Davey really love? Presents! See, this is where Quinn lost the narrative here. No. He really loves playing the king in... Oh, right. So he decides, I'm going to give Kenny my part, and I will sit here on Kenny's bed slash stump and sell the trees. So Kenny is in the show. Now, the the best part is we get to watch the entire rehearsal of the show and hear all the horrible singing. And then we get to actually see the whole show again and relive the horrible shrill voices of the children of whatever town this is. Except for the last song. The last song is better than all the other Quinn songs. enjoyed the last song. She thought it was pretty melodic. and I didn't say that. Well, what was their enjoy about it? Nothing. I think Kenny brought a lot to the... Yeah. <laughs> I think when Kenny added... a lot added... better than... Yeah, Quinn was a fan of Kenny's voice. I, If I could be honest, if possible, to have a crush on a little clay puppet, mm. I think Quinn had a crush on Kenny. I don't like Kenny. Kenny... Kenny was gross. Weird. That's very mean. Kenny clearly had some issues. Uh, his dad made him sleep among Christmas trees. That's really hurtful. Kenny's somewhere. What cro- if it was a twenty four uh, seven thing, where you have to be outside if somebody comes That'd in the weird. middle of the night? Wouldn't that be if weird though? Like from Canada and they. <laughs> what? Know. Anyway, at the end, Davy loves Christmas and he's filled with the love of Jesus Christ. So, um, Christmas Lost and Found, would you recommend that no. families gather around? Let me finish, please. <laughs> yes. That families gather around, turn on the TV, and watch this wonderful Christmas special. No. And why not? Because it's, like, really weird and really annoying and really shrill at different parts. So it'll get really loud and then go really low, and it's really annoying. I will agree that it's very weird and annoying and shrill. And uh, much like uh, the Pilgrim Boy, which we talked about on Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving Mini, uh, 
Davy's hands are still grotesque. <laughs> and his head is still a monstrosity. But I actually really enjoyed the cheesiness of Christmas Lost and Found. Davy's delicious. Davy's Davy's utter like hatred of Christmas through ninety nine percent of the special. The stuff that he says, how he can't feel it, and just how angry he is at Christmas is some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. So that's a recommend from me and. Quinn is not recommending it, but that's okay because mom and dad have a lot more presents to give you leading up to Christmas, and maybe there'll be a special that Quinn will think you'll enjoy. Uh, until then, uh, we want to say we'll see you on the next Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing mini. Oh, and stay tuned for that uh, thing from the snowboarding episode. For Christmas, Goliath? Oh, David, I just want to be your friend. There is nothing I like better than the time we spend together. Let me tell you a little story about my dog and me. He's my pal and he's my friend. He'll Runaway train never coming back Wrong way on a one-way track